to another episode of Break the Cycle with me, your host, Joshua Smith. Sorry for boomering the first link. Uh, see what had happened was. What had happened was uh, I started the correct link. Um, and then Ryan Kurtz, my wonderful, beautifully haired co-host, uh, decided that that wasn't the correct link because we weren't live. Um, unfortunately, I, I didn't. I didn't decide it wasn't the correct link. You decided that. I just unfortunately, said it's not live on my computer. Unfortunately, uh, it was live. His computer was just not updating. So I apologize mm-hmm. to everybody who watched us uh, boomer that stream. Uh, we are not going to boomer this one. We're we're here. We're ready to go. I mean, the night is still young. Yeah, the night is young. I could fuck it up. There's no doubt. Uh, so I thought I had started the members only link instead. Um, so the members only link is still live. We'll be live uh, after the show. Uh, but we got a great show for you guys tonight. Before we get too far into it, let's check in with some uh, sponsors. Of course, we got toplobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on Break Cycle, where you can get this great fuck around and find out Lady Liberty gun shirt. You see me wearing tonight uh, by using BTC at checkout for a 10% discount, or you can join the Patreon, subscribe star, become a member of the YouTube channel under all of our videos by hitting the join link where you can get into a private Discord server and uh, get all the Top Lobster's new gear up to two weeks before it goes to the general public at like a 30% discount. Really great stuff. Definitely worth it. Uh, if you're doing five to 10 bucks a month on the Patreon, uh, you get all the extra content that uh, we put out after the show is over, but um, you also can get Top Lobster's gear 30% off, and so you're saving money um, and uh, supporting us both. So we appreciate it. Go check it out. And of course, executive producer of the show, AnthePlanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently. They help organizations solve unsolvable problems in the technology and HR arenas. Uh, their teams lead by example. Anthem consultants have led their own organizations through demanding periods of change. Now they help clients succeed in the face of technology and personal personnel challenges. Not personal challenge. Personnel personal, challenges. Personal challenges. Personal challenges. Uh, that plus, Amy Lepore is amazing. I say it on every show. I, I'll say it until, even if they don't sponsor my show anymore, I'll still say how amazing Amy Lepore and Anthony Maybe are. with the week I had, I should have called Amy. You should have called I Amy. had some personal she challenges. Could help you out. She could probably help you out with your personal challenges, buddy. We talked about that in the last... Uh, the last um, we kind of got real the last yeah, we got, one we got pretty real yeah. in the last uh members only chat mm-hmm. so if you guys get a chance to sign up and check that out that was fun we were supposed to have josh Dan- denny on the show last uh what was that tuesday um yeah. unfortunately he had a medical emergency we we hope he's doing good and send our prayers his way uh, he'll be back on the show uh if he survives he'll be back so um but let's check in of course we have my wonderfully haired co-host mr ryan kurt sir how are you doing tonight i am doing pretty good I get some yep cocks in the chat and 
Uh, sorry for my computer fucking up the first stream. My man was... wants just one or two Yepcocks in the chat. Yeah. Drop them as super chats. You know, if you guys drop super chats uh, anywhere from two dollars up, we will read your super chats on the show to guests, whatever it is. I don't care. I'll read them unless it's going to get my channel shut down. So just keep that in mind. Of course, uh, my other co-host tonight, uh, our wonderful, beautifully mustachioed uh, friend AJ here, Mister AJ Fisher, sir. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic. And you're frozen. Your camera's frozen. Again. Uh-huh. I don't get it, but they can hear you just fine. So I'll just you just say hi, tell everybody how you're doing, and I'll get it fixed. Jeez. I'm, I'm doing fine. Everybody's looking good tonight. Got some guests in the house in person. Yes. Yes, we do, which, which is, is good, always a good fun. thing. Which is always fun, buddy. Oh. Um, so with that said... Uh, of course, we have uh, my good friend, my very good friend, and, and one of the best dudes I know uh, in the house with us tonight. He drove all the way down from fucking Canada. Uh, to, he he took a trip from ice fishing. Uh, he's a bullet maker. He's a he's a savage. He's part of the Mises Caucus. He's a he's a radical libertarian. He is my good friend, Brett Lindenfelser. Sir, how are you doing tonight? Feel pretty good, Josh. I'm pretty uh wild to be considering that that brought me into the liberty movement. Really. Yeah, oh, um, nice. I I stumbled across uh, Scott Horton early 2021. God, like who the hell is this guy? I gotta find whatever else you know he has to say. And I found him on your show. I thought you were pretty interesting. And then I started checking your show out a little bit. And then after a week, I was adding more and more like accounts. To, you know, like uh, probably more accounts on my Twitter. And I'm like. This Liberty Woman's actually pretty interesting, and you brought me into the Mises Caucus. Yeah, I appreciate it. And you've been you've been a pretty big supporter of the the show and me right, and right. and my my struggles and stuff like that for a long time. So I just really appreciate you. I'm glad to have you in the studio with us, hanging out, yeah. and I'm glad to get to come meet the fam and spend the night and have some dinner, even though you're picky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't like vegetables. Yeah, I, I hey, I didn't feed him any vegetables. I just fed him uh, pasta and some ground turkey because look, when you go to Costco. Right, you can get the three pack of organic beef. They're like a pound each, and it's like twenty four bucks or twenty three bucks or something. It's not bad. It's not a bad deal for like good organic beef. Um, but uh, you can get the four pack of pound and a half each turkey for like twenty three dollars ground turkey, and it's really good organic ground turkey. So I'm like, fuck, dude, that's good too, and the kids like it. So it's why good. not? If why the not? kids eat it, great. Yeah, as long as the mm -hmm. kids eat it, that's the important <laughs> thing, you know. Uh, Ryan, what's going on over there, buddy? How are you doing? I well, I was helping adjust the mic. People were saying he was cutting in and out, and the way I, the there's a couple different input settings you can have, and the yeah. one I have. Well, now you put it right in front of his face, and so it's like got a yeah. shadow from the fucking. Well, I would rather people be able to hear right. him than only see him. You're, so it's blocking. Sorry, the light, if, buddy. sorry if I messed up the shot. It's blocking but... the light, dude. He's got a fucking shadow. It's like it looks like a dick shadow on his face now good job dude okay. no i'm no stranger to having dicks drawn on my face what people hear him better now i, think I don't so. know how do you sound let's yeah, see mic check yeah mic check yeah it's a little better yeah but maybe you can just oh, lower the fucking thing and stick it up and i don't know dude. i was trying i, I was just <laughs> trying <laughs> to make sure <laughs> people <laughs> could hear that him better? better i mean it's still right in your face dude yeah on the camera shot. Yeah, there you go. Here, hold on, hold on. You, Ryan, still talk about the Twitter files, dude. I want to. I'm, I'm going to keep bringing up the Twitter files because we got some new dumps. dumps. Okay, so yeah, as of a couple couple minutes ago, Barry Barry Weiss started tweeting out about the Twitter files, and basically, it confirms that there was a bunch of shadow banning 
And one of the more, more interesting things that was said was about the account of libs of TikTok where they, they have messages saying, hey, this person hasn't actually broken any of the rules, but we don't like them. So we have like a special team to like deal with them, basically, because they're they do a wrong thing. So we have to we have to police their wrong thing. Whoa like a woke SWAT team yes it's fucking it's a mind virus dude I don't understand I don't get like sorry I don't know I'm over here trying to fix cameras and shit and <laughs> fucking I'm trying to pay attention uh I, fu I fucked up another one Ryan say it again tell everybody again dude I'm sorry wait what <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking around um anybody else want to bring something up for a minute while I'm trying to work on this I think I think <laughs> we should have some live updates from the Twitter files yeah. I mean, I I can check to see yeah, if there's, just check and see there's if, like, anything the, new. The there was one. It was about thirty tweets long from Barry Weiss. So Barry Weiss drops like thirty tweets yeah. on Twitter. Yep. Part part two. Uh, yep. And the last one said, "Watch Matt Taibbi for the next installment." So I don't listen, dude. I'm I fucking I like hopped on this Elon Musk train right away. Right, like, fuck right. yes, dude. Like these guys, these dudes gonna give us some Twitter justice, right? That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, we're gonna get some justice finally. You know, my uh, famously, my my actual main account was at like twenty thousand followers. Uh, it got it got banned from Twitter about a year and a month ago uh, for just simply saying the word death. All I said was death is always an option. I didn't say that this person needed to die or be killed or any of that stuff. Just death is always an option. And uh, I went to sleep, and I woke up, and my Twitter account was gone. It's not a call to action. No, it wasn't a call to action. It wasn't. It, well, I didn't say that we needed to go and harass this people or anything. And they and they said that I was banned for uh, targeted harassment. And by the way, the video that I posted this on was uh, an educator saying that we needed to um, normalize the term "map" minor attracted person and get rid of the word "pedophile" because it's an offensive term towards a sexual preference and i said you know death's always an option that's it that's all i said yeah. and as i should have was it a libs of tiktok tweet it might have been yeah 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 i mean i be that's what i got my little uh visit from um fun little group uh on tuesday libs of about, TikTok. no 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 in my in my real life we we discussed this on the after hour show but i'm not not supposed to discuss it in public i'll i'm not going to discuss it like on the public show, but I'll tell you about it redacted. later. Redacted. But, yeah. Redacted. I hope everyone's having, uh, not having issues with video and stuff anymore. It looks like these two guys are not frozen anymore. He doesn't have a dick mm -hmm. shadow on his not face frozen. anymore. Unfortunately. Um, Ryan is, has a constant dick on his face. He can't help <laughs> it. It's just how he's born. He's born that way. Uh, and I can't hear him. No, you shouldn't be okay. able to hear yeah. Ryan. No. Okay. We can't turn on Ryan's monitor because his mic, for some reason, like has a bad delay on it. It's all right. Mm -hmm. I've got my left ear on you, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then I, th yeah, I think with monitors in general, even when it's pretty much perfect, it just sure. screws me up. Well, so so check this out. So I filed an appeal with Twitter every single day. I've been banned. <laughs> Is that true? Yes. Every yeah. twenty four hours. <laughs> every twenty four hours, I file another one. If they Based. send me, so so sometimes it go. Why why you're not reinstated? Sometimes it go a week or two, and they and they wouldn't send me back a response, and then they'd send me back the response. Uh, your account's been. Uh, banned we found that you have violated Twitter terms of service and you will not be unbanned 
So like I would get those every couple of weeks. Then it was like every month I would get one. And then they just stopped sending it to me. And I kept sending appeals. And then as soon as Elon became the, you know, owner Lauren of Twitter, I sent one that said, look, I'm the, I'm, I'm the vice chair of the Libertarian National Committee. I was a political hit job to take me off Twitter. I didn't violate any terms of services. And then he said, oh, we're going to give a general amnesty to everybody who hasn't broken any laws. Which and made I, you think it was almost everybody. Which you would think is most people yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. Like two and a half percent on either side, right? Right. They're going to be like, no way. Right, yeah. So I'm like, okay, so this this is easy. This is this is a no-brainer. I definitely didn't break any laws. Uh, I, I'm pretty certain after reading the terms of service, I didn't violate any terms of service, right? And so I was like, oh, this is going to be easy. So I, I emailed him again. I said, look, dude, I haven't broken any, any, any uh, laws. You said you're going to reinstate accounts that have over 10,000 followers first. I have 20,000 followers. You know, I've been politically banned off here for over a year and blah, 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 blah. And the next day I got another email that said, uh, your account will not be unbanned. So th this isn't, he's not for real at all, dude. And I noticed, you know, people are like, oh, well, this, this account back is back and this account's back. And they're like accounts with like 300, 400,000 followers, right? Of course he wants those accounts back because it brings people to his platform. That's what it's doing. That's what it's all about, dude. He's doing this to bring people to the platform. He doesn't give a shit about people that were fucking removed for political reasons. He doesn't care so. at all. Believe it. It's not about free speech. If it was about free speech, he would have been like, okay, Every account that hasn't committed a crime or pushed child pornography, reinstate him today. He would have. But when he started talking about Alex Jones not being allowed back, I knew right away. That's when I started like going, okay, this is not for fucking real, right? No, he like, wants to go to Mars. Right. Well, he needs, real. well he needs people, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so to get people in your, in your sphere, your social media sphere, you have to have other big name people that they want to follow. And so he's getting, he's letting the big name people back for his platform. He's not letting the littler guys that have 20, 30,000 followers back because he doesn't give a shit about you. Well, Veritas is back, right? Yeah, but they, how many followers do they have? A lot, but, it, but it, it took a little while for Veritas to get back. Yeah, yeah I still think it, that actually Elon buying Twitter is a net benefit though, because he's actually been like exposing some real corruption. Sure. And, and, you know, and he just fired that uh, uh, intelligence spook that was working there. Right. Right, which right. I, don't get me wrong. And he's also handing the information off to independent journalists, right? Not mainstream media. Mm -hmm. I think that's a net win. I know like the, there's some things that we would like to happen, but like in the bigger picture, I think this is a very positive thing. Yeah, and I I agree. I still think it's a net positive, but it's not what we thought it was going to be. Right, and there's right. there's still hope that you'll get your Twitter account back. And honestly, like, I, I don't, don't know. I keep getting the emails. Yeah. <laughs> but before Elon, there was no hope. Sure, that's true. But yeah. we we have hope now. Honestly, I think it's just a sign that I think that Elon may be working for a different faction of the elites that are controlling this country, and there might be some actual pushback from the higher level. Yeah, well, there's there's no doubt in my mind that that's happening. Of course, immediately the the Pentagon and the FBI and uh, governments around the world. I mean, we've seen what the 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 EU and the and the UK are saying. Basically, we'll ban Twitter here if you don't follow our laws. Um, which is hard because in those places you can be arrested and go to jail for speech, which is the reason why we kicked them out of our fucking country to begin with. Right. And that's the truth. I mean, we can't go to jail for our speech here. We can't go to Correct. jail for, uh, you know, exercising our rights that are written into the constitution. Those are God given rights. Right. 
Um, and that's how the, the country is supposed to see those things, obviously. That's not how it works. Of course, they'll put you in jail for all kinds of things that violate the Constitution, the Second Amendment, and uh, several other amendments too, not just that one. But that's the biggest example, I think, is our Second Amendment right has been fucking under attack and and chewed up and destroyed self-incrimination with taxes yeah yeah taxation without representation all that good stuff too right we don't have any say in where our taxes are going anymore i mean there's it's really truly the constitution and this is why i used to be a big constitutionalist that used to be my thing right like i'm like constitution and when i found ron paul i'm like fuck yeah ron paul's talking about the constitution we need to get back to the bill of rights and this and that and i was like oh yeah dude but the longer I involved myself in politics, the less faith I had in the Constitution, right? Because I get to meet these politicians, dude. And they don't give a fuck about the Constitution, dude. They don't care no. at all. They do not care. If we go and, back to the Twitter files, we have the Biden campaign literally saying the First Amendment is not absolute. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And that's what they told Twitter. isn't really valid. Basically mm -hmm. what they said. Well, no, the, the verbatim, what he just said. Yeah. Verbatim. Word said for it's word, not they said the First Amendment is not absolute. Which is bullshit. Limits. Because, and a lot of people, like, no, a lot no, of people try to use the, a lot of people try to use the, oh, well, you can't yell fire in a theater. That's bullshit. Yes, you can. Yeah, that's a bullshit thing. You uh, absolutely can. Use. Oh, yeah, that's been proven in court. Yeah. Absolutely, you can yell fire in a theater. That actual decision is the opposite effect. It's, it's, you can yell that. Right. And that's and people always use that. You're not allowed to use fire in a theater. Yes, you can. You absolutely can. You're allowed to do that. And and the property owner can ask you to leave, but they can't arrest you and put you in jail for yelling fire in a theater unless you refuse to leave the property after being asked, which is totally in line with libertarian beliefs and the Constitution. I mean, property rights first. Property. In my opinion, every right stems from property rights, whether it be you know your own body property or your actual physical property, right? And so to, to see Paul, people who work for a presidential campaign saying the First Amendment is not absolute is crazy. Didn't at one point Biden himself say something along those lines? Dude, Biden, Biden has said that it's perfectly in line with our rights to forcibly vaccinate us, dude. I mean, fuck that guy. I mean, yeah, after Pelosi said it's, it's impossible. We can't do that. There's right, no way we right. can do that. Right. Yeah, he also said Truman and Shaman and I'm under pressure. What? Yeah. It's a quote. Truman and Shaman and I'm under pressure. I'll put you in my left ear so <laughs> yeah. I can hear you. Because I can hear them on the monitor. Mm -hmm. I can't hear you on the monitor. But uh, anyways, yeah, dude. Fucking crazy. Like, the whole thing is just insane to me. The Twitter files are, they are eye-opening. Mm -hmm. They are totally, dude. But they've only been proving what most of us people, or, or red-pilled people, have known for a very long time now. Oh, we know. Yeah. But it does feel like a little bit of vindication, though, doesn't it? Yes. There is some, that's the, it's cathartic watching the left uh, have to eat their own medicine. But at the same time, same time, the left doesn't give a shit. Right. They don't care. Right. And, and honestly, I don't think that nothing serious is going to come of it. No. Like, no yeah. one's going to go to jail. Maybe, at best, maybe some people will lose their jobs. Yeah, I, no, I don't. I don't even count on that. No, there's just no way this is gonna do anything. It's not gonna accomplish anything at all. No one outside of Twitter is their job. We're just and, gonna we're gonna get to run around with our arms up in victory, saying, "See, I fucking told you." But that, right. nobody cares. Nobody cares. The Did left you? doesn't care. The right already knows it, mm -hmm. right? Because the right was under attack from Twitter. Period. Purely. I mean, even the right that I hate, that I don't like, 
they were under attack from 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 Twitter, and then their libertarians are under attack from Twitter, and anybody that doesn't go against uh, with the mainstream narrative was under attack by Twitter. But the problem with all this is is that those people that were under attack, now that it's a free speech platform that honors our God given rights, right? They should let those people back. They should already been back. They should have been back the day he walked in with the fucking sink, dude. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I think he's still trying to figure things out, too. Mm-hmm. I think he's going through a stage where he's kind of doing an uh, inventory of what exactly Twitter was was and what they were doing and how involved they were yeah. in the media and politics. And he's probably looking under some rocks right now going, holy shit. Well, I sure hope so. And I, and I wonder how much, how much pressure he's got from other places not oh. to release that. Oh, probably a ton. I mean, did you guys see that Twitter's being sued for their layoffs because it was like 59% female? <laughs> of course. Well, that was because they were fucking hiring 70% female. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, this is just like the gender pay gap bullshit myth, right? Yeah. Like, like we've had this shoved down our throats for years, right? Oh, you guys are, you guys make more money than us and it's sexist and this and that. And there's a gender pay gap. And it's like, well, yeah, there's a gender pay gap. We work but do you more know why hours. the gender pay we gap exists? I mean, that's, that's the importance of all this is why does it exist, right? And it exists because men typically go into higher paying jobs, more dangerous jobs. Women typically want to have babies and stay home. I mean, these are gender roles they're trying to break down now, right? They're trying to break those down, right? And it's just on an average thing. I mean, there's always going to be a case of, you know, uh, ball buster, female boss, and there's any other way around. But it, it, we're talking about averages. Right. We're talking about bell curves. Yes. And, and in places where men and women work the same jobs, women earn about 1% more on average. Right. Yeah. It's illegal. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> it's illegal to pay a woman a different amount for the same work, for the same job. Which I think is bullshit, by it's the way. It's illegal. I think, I think you, you should, should be, be able, able to pay, pay anybody on any scale you yeah, want to pay. I think on. there should be no minimum wage. Well, the minimum wage, the minimum wage is always zero at the end of the day. Like black... Oh, okay, I get you. No, no. Were you going to say... Yeah, like black market? No, the, the minimum wage is always zero, dude. Because you cannot well, work. I'm talking about the federal minimum wage of what seven and a quarter, seven twenty-five. Right. right yeah. Now. And, and, yeah. 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 Even... That's the nominal minimum wage, but the actual like real minimum wage. Yeah, it's zero because yeah, you're not entitled to work. The minimum wage is always zero <laughs> because you could you could we could be like, oh, you want fifteen dollars an hour? Perfect. Well, you don't work here. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. the minimum wage is always zero. Always. I got you. I don't know. Well, Ryan Ryan makes minimum wage. Let's check in with him. <laughs> I mean, His minimum face. wage in like eight years or something. His face was perfect. Dude. Has anybody here ever made minimum wage? Raise your hand. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for dude. sure. Of okay. So I made below that. Uh, Adventureland was seasonal hire, and I worked there as a kid, fourteen or something like that. Oh. We're uh, yeah. we're at the the Sorry no memory that. card point. I don't know why it does that. And, so seasonal, you can get away with it. You can hire like fourteen year old detasseling and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Adric, Adric, so my, my 11 year old's like, oh, I can get a job in two or three years. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, you can, buddy. I'd let you go do a paper route right now if they'd let you. No doubt, yeah. dude. Yeah, you could but work at the public pool in my hometown at 14. Nowhere else. Just the public pool as a lifeguard. It's just so weird to me, dude, because I had I had a paper route at nine years old. <laughs> That's unusual. I had a paper route at nine years old, and then I got my first like real like paycheck job. And our minimum wage then was $4.20 an hour. Nice. 
and it was at wicked and it was at the local gym and i worked saturday and sunday mornings i got up i mowed the lawn i cleaned the pool i wiped down the gym equipment i took out all the trashes i did all the shit i worked like two hours three hours saturday and two or three hours on sunday morning and it was the greatest job of my life it was great dude i made fucking you know 20 bucks 30 bucks a weekend or whatever and i was like hell yeah dude i got money you know what i mean and it was great at, at, at i think i was i want to say i was 12 or 13 maybe i was i was young this, so this is before. supporting the argument for zero minimum wage <laughs> right well we didn't have we didn't even have a but the thing is is we didn't even have like work permits or anything back then we could just right. work you know what i mean and it was great it was fucking great for me dude because again like i said on the last show we didn't have we didn't have anything we were poor as fuck so the fact that i had the opportunity to go make any kind of money was perfect for me and i'll tell you what it, it got me ready to work too you know what i mean because now I, I i bust my ass right I, I minimum of 84 hours every two weeks and a lot of times there was like last year a four-month period where i worked 60 hours and 72 hour weeks back to back to back to back for four months I couldn't have done that if I hadn't start working young. You know what I mean? I'd be like, I'd be like, what is this? Why do I have to work so long? You know? I'd be like that. I'd be like that Starbucks employee. Like they don't even have a safe space. Yeah, on TikTok. Yeah. So what is it with the younger generation not having any type of ambition to do that? Well, they took all the kid jobs. A stereotype. They took all the kid jobs, dude. They don't let kids work anymore. You you have to have a driver's license to do a fucking uh, paper route now. You know what I mean? True. And like, like that was the, the only way I made money when I was a kid. We didn't. My mom couldn't well, give me money when I was nine, ten years old. Papers are kind of dead, huh? Papers are kind of dead in physical. No, they're not. Yeah, papers still going in a lot of big metropolitan areas, dude. They just do OnlyFans. <laughs> Actually, a lot of kids do like TikTok or and make yeah. websites and things. I do, I don't need a safe space, Shannon. Shut up. Don't start with me i don't need a fucking safe space. i have He's my in his sp- my safe, safe space, space. Is, believe it or not my safe space is work because <laughs> when i'm here it ain't it's not safe here i got kids throwing poop at me and it just gets wild dude everybody's loud and screaming and running around it's like a fucking madhouse you guys you guys know, you've seen it. oh yeah i got a little taste of the fun house that you live in. dude it's wild <laughs> and, and all the kids aren't even here just wait till like our five-year-old gets she's not even here she won't be here till after the show it's wild. Thank good for you that you're spending the night here and the kids go to bed at nine o'clock. Otherwise <laughs> you'd be like, what is going on here? Why are all these kids running around screaming and throwing pillows at each other? And what's fun though. Oh no, I've lived with kids before. I know what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, guys, let's take a quick moment to have a word from a sponsor here. If that's okay with everybody. The Tree of Liberty must be watered from time to time with the blood of tyrants. The official spirit of 1776. Smooth. Flavorful. Merlot. For any revolution, tyrants are losing their heads over this wine. Enjoy the taste of freedom. Drink the blood of tyrants. Order today at bloodoftyrants.wine. Save 10% with the code BREAK. All right, guys. Yeah, check out Blood of Tyrants Wine if you get a chance. You can use the term BREAK. It's Blood of Wine, uh, uh, Blood of Tyrants dot wine. Use the term BREAK for a good discount. I think it's 10% discount, and uh, it's good stuff. It's really good Merlot. I don't know. I've had it. They had it at the National Convention. Did you try it? Did you try it? No, I didn't get a chance to. 
It's good. It's good wine. Who makes that, by the way? It's Dan uh, uh, Berman. Oh, okay, that's what I thought yeah, it was. Dan, Dan Taxationist Theft Berman makes that <laughs> wine. You know, I actually bought a stack of 100 uh, um, Taxationist Theft cards to give out when you tip at restaurants. Really? Yeah. <laughs> From him? Yeah, yeah, because nice. it, it actually says, you know, this is a tax-free gift. Right. You know, and uh, yeah, I bought them from him. Yeah, Dad's great. He's been a good friend of mine. I know he, he he's got some weird takes on Twitter, but you know, yeah, overall, he's got, a, he's got a, we all got some weird takes, yeah. and, and he's had some some arguments with like Dave and, and oh, some course. of my friends and, and stuff. But Dave's always uh, um, he's he's always been like Dan's always been a really good guy, to right? Me. And he also does some really good things down at the border. Yes, yeah, he's done a lot of really good stuff. Right? Yeah, he he brings insulin across the border and he charges Sells people at cost. at cost. Yeah. Yeah, he he's selling he's selling uh, he's smuggling uh, insulin across from Mexico and selling it at cost. It's fucking savage, awesome. Right, and he's yeah. very public about it, and he's also very public about how to uh, quit paying taxes. Oh yeah, um, don't know if I'm brave enough to try that. Yeah, though. it's scary. <laughs> he's he's gonna end up. He's gonna end up. You know, it scares me that he would end up in maybe a federal prison or something like that. Right. Yeah. Oh, which reminds Isn't me, I weird? also bought his um definitely not drugs luggage tag. <laughs> dude, this is a just to waste the NSA's uh, time. Yeah, dude, fuck those guys, dude. Who cares, right? I I don't. Know. I love I love Dan. Dan's been a friend of mine. I've had Dan on the show. I I know some people are in in my side of the liberty movement are not fans of Dan, but I I like the guy, dude. I don't give a fuck, and I'm happy to promote a good business for any of my friends that are trying to promote liberty and doing real liberty shit around the world, dude. I fucking I'm down to promote your business. You know what I mean? So, uh, definitely check it out. It's good wine. And and it's a good price too. I think the more bottles you buy, the cheaper it gets. Plus, you get a ten percent discount on top of all that. So, uh, go check it out. Buy buy some wine. So, anyways, uh, we we were uh, talking before the show. Now, my good friend uh, Brett here has given me two different uh, bullet themed presents. Okay, when I went to the Minnesota convention, he gave me just a bag of really cool like flower. I just call them flower bullets. I don't know. They're like bullets that have been. What did they hit? Hit a the hollow point bullets that have been shot into a ballistics gel. Yeah, cool. Fucking really cool bullets. Uh, they look like flowers. They look like little flowers. And and I was just like, what a like a thoughtful and cool fucking gift, especially from a guy who you make bullets, right? And, um, yeah, I work at an ammo factory, but now I work in the uh, the last three years I've been working in the quality department. So yeah, that, that, that I actually get to test the ammo instead of make it. That's fucking awesome he gets paid to shoot guns all day that, <laughs> i wish it were that awesome. fun <laughs> do you get to shoot a lot i mean you get to shoot a lot of guns, um though. yeah mostly i uh spend my time uh, uh accuracy testing rifle ammo and it's just a barrel hooked up to a remington 700 action and it's set on a sled and I, we have a 200 yard alley that i shoot into uh there's four microphones at the end of the alley that pick up the sound of the bullet and it shows up on a computer screen where it's hitting at 200 yards and uh, yeah, it's like I'm a, it's on a sled and everything, but yeah, it's very repetitive and it gets old. Is it is it like one of those? Is it like an actual alleyway or is it like one of those tunnel alleyway? No, I mean it's a whole tunnel with a whole uh, dirt uh, pit in the end, and then there's like a ventilation system at the end to suck out the fumes from the uh, rounds being fired. But yeah, it's a 200 yard alley, and I got to go walk around the end of it every day and like you know shovel the sand pit in. Yeah, it's not a Crazy. as glorious of a job as it sounds. It sounds pretty fun though. I'm not Yo, sure. Yeah, pause, I've, pause. I've done worse things. Can we talk about the part where the microphones pick up the bullet and tell you where it hit? Yeah, as long as the bullet's that. supersonic, it will actually pick up the sound of the bullet passing through. Or so, and what's really cool is, uh, 
we've shot out wires before, like just from hitting the end of our target like targets and uh and spalling from the oh, bullets. Okay. Okay, we'll yeah. cut wires sometimes. And so it'll actually work with three. It just won't be quite as accurate, but with four it'll measure to the like of an inch. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. I had Is no that idea how they find that. snipers? That's how they find snipers in the least, right? What? Yeah, have you heard of that? Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're going to have There's... to explain this to us now. Okay, so what I, when you said that to me, I thought of the system where they have, they have it in Chicago too, oddly enough. And Shocking. And it picks up a, a shot and it triangulates where it came from and then sends the report to the cops. You would have so to have, have to... at least, or a system with at least like three microphones. Yeah, yeah, they're all over Chicago. I do, oh, I really? do know that they have like the there's like it's a shot caller. I think it's shot yeah, caller. There's like there's like a microphone grid yep. in the city of Chicago. I know that for a fact, and I have seen. So I watch. I, I'm like a fucking true crime fanatic. I watch true crime shit. Like that's all I do when I go to work. Like on my down days at work, I get to watch a lot of Netflix and YouTube and shit. And I just. Like there's one specific one that I really like called that chapter. It's this dude, Mike, he's like an Irish dude and he's fucking hilarious and he's like dry and cheesy, but he like, he's so goofy that he makes these like murder mysteries fun. And he, he puts all the shit in there, all the, you know, videos and news clippings and everything. And, uh, but yeah, I do. I have heard about their gridded microphone system in Chicago that lets them know when there's gunshots and it alerts the police to like what section of the grid there was gunshots. That was my question about how accurate the system you guys have and how close those microphones must be to each other in Chicago. Yeah, that's just crazy to think about, dude. They must have Big a brother. ton, a shit ton of them. But that's even, even crazier is like they could be listening to anything they want on those microphones. That's my question. How <laughs> sensitive are they? Yeah. They, I mean, if they're picking up gunshots, though, like the yeah, actual Yeah, those, are, those got... microphones are designed to pick up supersonic sound. Right. So That's like when point. we actually test our uh, pistol rounds, it has to get shot through like a like a laser setup because the microphones won't pick up the sound of a pistol round. What? Wow. That's wild, dude. They got some serious tech out there these days, bro. Serious science. That's crazy. Uh, Chatterbox, Chatterbox, thanks for the $5 super chat, man. We really appreciate it. Zach Varnell with a $3 super chat. That's the chair of the Libertarian Party of Georgia and my good friend Zach Varnell. I love that guy to death. He says, have any of you guys used this chat GPT AI thing yet? Have any of you guys heard of that? Is it? I, I, whenever I see AI currently it, on social media, I just see like people that are like changing their pictures to this like AI the anime thing? Yeah, is, is that what oh, he's talking about? I did no. that. I did it. No. I didn't do it. I didn't fuck. I was like, the, no way. This I'm is a my different shit. thing where it's kind of a it's kind of a chat bot, but one of the one of the things that it's actually pretty good at is writing code. The chat bot is yeah. good at writing code. Yeah, you can you can ask it. Hey, can you write a function that does this in this language? No fucking write. way. Dude. Yeah, because there's. There's a language that people made as a joke called brain fuck. Where <laughs> the Sorry, entire what? thing is just a fuck with programmers. Fuck. And somebody asked it, can you write a program in brain fuck that adds two numbers together? And it did it. And oh, it, it's the most unreadable piece of garbage I've ever seen because it's like 17 pluses and six minuses mean something. But yeah, and then there it 
and then uh they're they're also like asking it to write stories in certain styles and things like that and it's doing it pretty well so it's a really uh, remarkable piece of so it's not like technology. it's not like the because i watched this this crazy ai chat bot or bot system where people can tell it things and it'll paint like paint pictures some and, of those are cool. and some some people have put in some crazy ass shit like last person on earth or like like uh uh six months after armageddon or something and it's drawn these like really vivid okay. crazy fucked up portraits. okay let's talk about this yeah we have a perfect opportunity right now to talk about this so ai is basically we're ma- we're creating terminator one so brett are conventional weapons useful against killer robots oh geez i suppose i'll depends on how good their cameras and robotic systems are i guess i mean they can react way quicker than a human can you heard about you see those robot dogs that were making yes, like yeah. chamber and they had a big ass rifle on them chambered in six five creedmoor yep I yeah those things are designed to like get you from like the fucking rooftop from like a mile away all these like hundreds of yards away you have no chance of getting up close and fighting those things See, you thought that was a crazy question. We're literally making fucking Terminators. They're literal Terminators. They're in San Francisco. And and if an AI chatbot decides that it wants to control those Terminators, how do we fucking stop it? Shut down the server. How do you do that? Switch. You mean like what the terrorists are doing right now in America? Did you guys hear about that? No. What? Uh, Yeah, they try to take out the electrical grid. Somebody actually tried? Look oh yeah, they, they blamed it on right wing extremists, which always makes me a little skeptic when yeah. they use they that term. Right wing extremists every time I'm like, but, yeah, no. okay. I don't know. I mean, there's, there's so many psyops going on. I always have like, to be skeptical. Really? With I mean, when if, you hear if, stories if it, like that, if we're, worst came to worst, you could just go onto the server where servers where it's hosted and delete it. Would be hard. Do you guys want to know something fucking crazy? So, so while we're on the topic of right wing extremists, uh-oh. uh oh. You, do you guys remember a, a gentleman by the name of Timothy McVeigh? I do oh. remember Timothy McVeigh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, blew up the Oklahoma World Trade Center. Remember that? You were he, you were up. I don't even know if you were alive when it happened yet. He has been since oh, yeah. unalived. Correct? Yeah, he's been unalived. Yeah, he got the death penalty. He okay. drove a fertilizer truck in front of the Oklahoma World World Trade Center. Right? Hold up, Ryan doesn't know who that. No, is, no, it was an ATF building. Oh, was it the, AT- oh, yeah. it was the ATF building? Yeah. No, it was a World Trade Center, but they had the ATF in there, right? No, no, Whoa. it was the ATF building in Oklahoma ATF? City. Just yeah. ATF only? Okay. Yeah. With, the, with the daycare, by the way. I was yeah. very young. Yeah, and I know children died. It was really the daycare bad. Daycare on uh, yeah, fourth floor. Yeah, it was really bad. He was a right-wing extremist, mm-hmm. they say, at least. But do you know that at the time that that happened, he was a member of the Libertarian Party? <laughs> and so, And so check this out. So this guy, Nathan Larson in Virginia, uh, who put out like this crazy fucking, uh, I don't know what you call it. I guess it was like a manifesto about how, um, children should be allowed to be sex slaves and women are inferior and all this crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Right. And he was a very, uh, clear avowed white nationalist, uh, ran as a libertarian in Virginia and it had a lifetime membership in the libertarian party. Now, I, Just because there's one Nazi. <laughs> well, and this was, a, this was a few years ago. So in 2018 at the National Convention uh, in Louisiana, New Orleans, 
me and some other of my friends had come up with a motion to have his his uh, lifetime membership revoked. Okay, and Joe Burns from Texas, who's a good friend of mine, used to be a part of the Mises guy. He's a little critical now, and I, I understand his gripes, but um, he made the motion from the floor, and Nick Sarwark fucking called it out of order and said, "No, we have no mechanism to remove anybody's lifetime membership." Nick Sarwark. So uh, this gentleman just died. Uh, Nathan Larson. Uh, I'm not going to cry about that one, but uh, of course he was in jail awaiting arraignment for kidnapping uh, two young women, I believe, and raping and all this stuff. Still as a lifetime member of the Libertarian fucking party. How did he die? I don't know. In jail. Hopefully painfully, I guess. Probably like Whitey Bulger. I, I, I hope it was worse. I hope it was real bad. Yeah. Um, I know that I know that uh, know that kids uh, that are harmed and their harmer gets captured and put behind bars are not looked at uh, it with much regard in the prison system, which is oh, funny. Yeah, there, there's pickup trucks in my neighborhood that have a uh, "kill your local pedophile" sticker on the back. Yeah, but I mean, just like in prison in general. Like, oh yeah, there's a lot of really dumb shit that goes on in prison, and people are really crazy, but they do not take kindly people mm, that have harm children. They don't. Yeah, I, I would just say in federal there's a, uh, jail. There's a term so for what? it that they use in prison. I don't remember what it was, but it's like you got papers or something. Yeah, well, no, you, like, no. It, when you go to jail, they always want to see your papers. Hmm. They want to see your papers to see if you're a child molester. Because if you're a child molester, they're going to hurt you. Yeah, there's a there's a specific like category of like certain offenses that they they have a term for, and it's like you're a lower class citizen. It, and you're lucky to be alive if you're here. Yeah, Jake. Uh, Jake Dahl in the in the chat said that it was the Murrah Federal Building. It was a federal building that housed a lot of different alphabet agencies, not just the ATF. Oh, that's right. Okay. I knew okay. that. Okay. But I think there was like another. So, like, of course, we know about the very famous 9/11 where the World Trade Centers were attacked. But there was another World Trade Center bombing too. Right. Yeah, and, and it was in the 90s. And that was in the 90s. And that was was that. That, that was their in, first try. That was. I think that was '95. Was that in New York? The New York World Trade Center. Yeah, yeah. it was. Okay. Yeah, and it was like like a van or a truck with bombs in. Okay. They so drove in the basement. The they drove in the parking garage below the building and detonated. Huh. And that didn't drop the building. Shocking. Nope. <laughs> they were like noted. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Crazy. We can't. You know, we can't get big time into the conspiracy theories here, but. Sounds like bullshit couch. to me. I don't know. Maybe. Conspiracy couch. Yeah. And, and I, I do do. I have talked about 9-11 a lot on the show. I haven't got any strikes on the show yet. Reed Coverdell just got a strike from a show he did in July. Come on. Isn't that Isn't it funny how that works, though? It's up for so long. I just got flagged on a Facebook post that I made five months ago. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow, dude. There was a YouTuber by the name of Mumpkey Jones who they retroactively striked him three times at the same time. And then completely yeeted his channel. We should try and get him on because he lives in Ames. That'd be fun. Oh, he yeah. lives here? He lives up in Ames. Yeah, let's get a hold of him and get him over here. Yeah. Ames ain't far, dude. Yeah. Less than an hour away. So, he goes by Simi and Jimmy now on YouTube. Uh, Funny. That's funny. That's a funny story. Um, yeah, I haven't gotten any strikes yet on this YouTube channel, which really surprised me. I've had Ryan Dawson on, and I've let Scott Horton just go and go and go and go. And um, and I always eventually thought at some point I would end up on 
just odyssey sorry i've been drinking beers oh. tonight guys so i'm a little <laughs> talking about the or speaking of the oklahoma city bombing scott horton's like an expert on that too not just like foreign policy he, so i did an entire episode with scott horton on waco i mean the guy knows all about domestic oh, yeah. like the domestic alphabet agency's terrorism well he's no going back and do mcveigh so be a fun one to do yeah since the last time we talked about waco I was listening to Michaela Peterson's podcast, and she had on like one of the leading cult experts in the world. And he said, like down in Waco, they were doing messed up stuff. Oh, dude, I did like so before first, the ATF showed up. I, well, but, no, dude, I think it. I think it was my first episode. I think it was my first episode of the show, like my first live mm-hmm. episode that I did. I did on the Waco, uh, the whole mm-hmm. thing. I mean, I I researched it all. I watched. Yeah. Several different documentaries. Um, I don't think I don't think they were doing I don't think that David Koresh was a good human. I think he had a lot of really yes. bad shit that he did. But there was eight different local agencies that had investigated them for pedophilia and couldn't find a single thing. Um, they were legally gun dealers so the guns they had were all held legally. They took them to gun shows. They sold guns. That's how they raised money for their, their commune. Um there was no reports whatsoever at all of that cult breaking law. Zero. Zero. Absolutely none. And they painted them as a drug dealer. They painted them as a, pedof- a pedophile. They painted them as illegal uh, gun-running domestic terrorists. Uh, and at the end of it, they burned children alive. Yes. And, they- it, and, and I don't give a fuck how bad David Koresh was. Honestly, I didn't do the yeah. show to try and paint him as a good person. I did the show because the ATF burned children alive. You know what I mean? And it wouldn't have mattered how bad the cult was. The kids didn't deserve to be burned yeah. alive. David Crush was fucked, but But I mean the, what evidence the, is there? The, for the that? ATF was far, far worse. What evidence is there that David Crush was fucked? There is none. There was none. They just painted him in the news as all these bad things, and they never had any proof of any of it. They used incendiary oh. devices in a big dry building in the desert. Yeah, dude, they they, they burn children alive. There's no doubt about it. It was yeah. terrible. It was what the horrendous. ATF was did was far worse, and we don't we don't have evidence of what Koresh did because the ATF literally burned every single witness alive. No, that's not true. There's a there's several living witnesses, there and are? in fact, there's a guy named uh, that I want to get on the show named Dave. I don't know. He's been on a couple other podcasts recently. Okay. That was. Part of one of the survivors from Waco. Dude, we could ask him. Yeah, we could ask him on the show. Yeah, because that'd be cool. Because I, I, I'm telling you, I dove into this shit as hard as I fucking could, dude, and I could not find a single report that what they did in that in that. uh, First of all, they were Seven Day Adventist Adventist spinoff. They weren't even really. It was it was a polygamy thing, right? No, there wasn't even there wasn't even like legit any legit reports that brought that up. Um, they're, they're, so what they were, the, the, um, what are they, what were Branch they called? Davidians. The Branch Davidians yeah. were a spinoff from Seventh Day Adventists, which is like a legit religion. Okay. I think that they were a spinoff of the Pentecostals, right? Okay. And so it wasn't even like this, really this crazy fucking cult. Of course, he considered himself a Messiah and he was reading the word of God and they were reading directly from the Bible. It wasn't like they had their own shit, right? Um, which and, makes you super confident. Right. Which in turn, the ladies like it. Sure, and and I'm sure he was. I'm sh- like again. I want to make it very clear. I don't think 
I don't know that David Koresh was a good person. I just know that that the stuff that they brought up about him in court and afterwards in the in the mm-hmm. hearings, there was no evidence for that whatsoever. Zero. And in the movies they made and all the news clippings and the fucking, you know, the Lifetime movie and whatever else they did, there was no evidence at all for that. I think the implication was that he was taking young wives within the Branch Davidian right. compound that were underage. Isn't that what we're talking about? So, and that's the other thing, too. There's no proof of that whatsoever. That I, there I was a single so, woman who had had his baby under 16, and at the time, 16 was the legal age of consent in Texas. Right. So there is right. no evidence at all. Zero. Now, maybe he was a piece of shit. I'm sure, I'm sure he was. That's fine. You also have to you also have to keep in mind that during the hearings afterwards, there was uh, 18 people or something like that indicted on charges of uh, conspiracy and murder of uh, ATF agent, and they were all dropped and acquitted. They never got convicted of wow. those things. So you have to remember that even the federal government said that the ATF was the aggressors. Mm-hmm. In yeah. the court of law, they said that the ATF was the aggressors. And of course, they don't want you to dig into it because if you digged into it, there's ATF agents that should be in prison for life, yeah. for murder Absolutely. of children, right? But they, the, the, the federal courts had to come to the terms, come to terms with the fact that uh, they were the ones that were the aggressors uh, and the people who actually shot the ATF agent did not get convicted for murder. Yeah. Crazy, dude. Like, the whole thing's just like fucked up. Well, they had so many story. opportunities to get him without doing a, a raid like that. Yeah, even yeah. Shannon Absolutely. says in the chat, yeah. they could have got David Koresh yeah. on a jog. Yeah. They, they knew his routine. They knew his regular spots. Like, well, they the didn't same, have to raid the compound. It was the same with Ruby Ridge, too. They could have got him at the market. They could have got him anywhere they wanted, but instead they waited till he was it's, out of his house. They infiltrate to get intel on somebody, and then they want to make a big production about the arrest and do sure. the perp walk and yeah. have the well, photo walk. well and, and there's there was but, so much there was so much more revolving around waco that goes so much deeper <clears throat> um for instance the atf was up for their budget review yeah that's just say that, what i was gonna say right? so so in the way the federal government works if you've ever been in the military or anything like that you have to spend your whole budget to ask for more money next exactly. time and they were so at they the end of the, they were at the end of the quota and it was time to dump as much as they could and say, look, we have this crazy right-wing extremist now. We need more money. So that was a big talking point for them. Another thing was the news had this big lull and had lost a ton of money. And they were set up three days before the siege because they fucking knew what was coming. And they knew they were going to have major headlines all over the world. And it was just like the whole thing was set up to raise money, dude. It well, and then also that was right around the time of the uh, '94 assault weapons ban, wasn't it? Yes. That's and right. so I'm, right. I'm, I can almost guarantee you there was some incentive to try to use that, you know, as justification. Oh, there's no doubt in my mind. Was that Janet Reno? Janet there's Reno. Janet Reno. Yep. You know, I've never heard this term. Of course, you've never heard Janet Reno. Did Janet you? Reno. I, I'm like, I'm like the character. Character in every like you're a baby, dude. Every every show <laughs> what year were that you the writers include so they can dump exposition. What year were you were born? 1995. Oh, Holy shit! You were born after Waco, dude. Holy yeah, shit. it was. Wow, wow. So you need to watch Will Ferrell as Janet Reno. So you don't even remember 9/11. You're I do barely though. I was in second grade. 
You were like five or six. Yeah. Right? 2001. I, I, I do specifically remember it because they brought like two classrooms together. They brought another class into my classroom and they rolled out the TV. And that's like all I really remember from it. But I specifically remember where I was. There didn't happen to be like a sitting U.S. president reading you guys a book at that time. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my God. It, when I, it's, go, it's happened. Oh, shit. shit. Shannon I was in the sixth grade. Graduated in 1995. in six. Yeah, he was, yeah, a, a baby. was, six. He was a baby, dude. I was in the sixth grade when 9-11 happened, and I'm pretty sure I was in the only classroom in the entire middle school where the teacher kept teaching lessons all day long while every other... Shit. Yeah, every other classroom was like have, was watching the news like all day long. So we really didn't get to find out what happened until we went to lunch. And it, it, I was uh, and so yeah. Then we heard rumors on the school bus, and then finally I got home and got to turn on the news and see what was actually happening. I was seventeen uh, when nine eleven happened, and I was asleep on my cousin's garage floor because I my mom and I at the time were not getting along, and so I was kind of living a rough life. Uh, and he actually had a bedroom out there too, but I was on the floor, the card cold concrete floor with like a blanket. And he had a little black and white TV out there that you had the little knobs you can turn. And he's like, it's like, I can't remember what time it was, seven o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning or something, something like that. Yeah. And he's like, he's like on the West coast. I was on the West coast. Oh yeah. yeah it was early. Okay. It, was early. it was after the first plane had already hit and he woke me up and he's like, he's like, Hey dude, you need to, ch- you need to check this out. You know? And I'm like fucking probably hung over and stoned and shit. And I'm like, what movie is this, dude? I've never seen this movie before. Yeah. He's like, this is not a fucking movie. This is really going on right now in, in New York. Like, the plane flew into a tower. And right as he said that, it was like, boom, second plane. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm up now, you know? And uh, I joined the military not long after that. And then I was like a couple months DP, and then I was in uh, Iraq. And I was going, what the fuck am I doing in Iraq, dude? What the fuck are we in Iraq for? <laughs> this Family makes guy no sense whatsoever. actually has an incredible clip about it. They like go to the, the memorial. He's like, "Oh, so you know the it, it was these people? No, Peter is this. Oh, it was this. No, and his his end conclusion is, oh, so we should invade Iran, dude. I I still couldn't <laughs> be, I couldn't believe it. Like I." It's like in my head at the time, from what I understood from the news, it was uh, uh, Saudis via Pakistan or some shit, or the opposite, Pakistanis via Saudi that came in and attacked the the towers. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, the Taliban it was behind it though, and so let's go fight the Taliban. And I gotta defend my country. And then uh, within six months, I was in Iraq going, what the Iraqis do, dude? What do you mean weapons? There's no weapons of mass destruction here. Yeah. You know Watch what, them destroy what, what really the turned my mind about that conflict is when I first discovered Scott Horton and I learned that they could have nabbed Bin Laden within like the first month of the war. Of course, dude. And they just chose to let him go. Of course, bro. And there's no doubt. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> they could have got him. They could have got him 10 years before oh, the yeah. fucking attack. Oh, on, yeah. He on was on wanted list for years. Yeah. I just also like Koresh, just like McVeigh, just like Kaczynski. Yeah. Well, and, and all these, like, oh, all these, we think we got them. All these mass see what shooters. He does next. All these mass shooters that we hear about have always had prior interactions with the always FBI. Always prior contact with the FBI, yeah. and they're always on uh, SSRIs. Yeah, SSRIs. For yes, sure. SSRIs. You know, we interviewed him, and he seemed fine. Yeah. 
Was, was there any SSRIs before MKUltra was a thing? I almost I wonder mm -hmm. if I wonder if SSRIs are a psyop entirely. I don't be. I don't think so, but they don't fully understand the effects of SSRIs. Not not they, remotely. No, the, close. the psychiatrists and the doctors tell you they don't fully understand them. No, that means they don't know what they do. They also they don't, don't fully understand. Take hey, they also fully don't under they don't fully understand the effects of the COVID vaccine, but they're still telling you you need to take it. Yeah. So absolutely, like my ADHD medication, the they don't fully understand it. That's the thing. That's the thing. You, that's the thing you have to understand. Listen, the the healthcare professionals don't fully understand the effects of this vaccine, but someone does. Someone fucking understands it, dude. I don't yeah. think anyone fully understands it yet. I think just you're because trying to justify the fact that you took the jab by saying that to yourself. No, no, no. Well, I just Ryan hasn't seen the documentary yet. We talked about no, it last I, week. I think I think you can't fully understand it yet Somebody because there's going I think there's likely going to be long term effects to it and we just don't have the data required well, all, all to understand that aside, it over the long term. It's been proven in European or in the EU court that actually uh, Pfizer came out and admitted that they never tested the vaccine for uh, for spreading the virus or stopping the spread. Right. Yeah. But but it's but somebody has. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like somebody that paid all this money to have this thing uh, fucking developed, and the company that literally fucking made the things, like they get they get it, dude. They know. Like they know. Oh, they first. Oh, for sure. It's too likely to, you know, to not be. Yeah, they know, dude. There's no doubt in my mind that they know. And so you have to think, like, SSRIs, too. Somebody knows. Well, they made a fuckload of money off them, didn't they? they? Yeah. Right, but the vaccine is uh, emergency use. You can't, they can't be sued. That's right. part of the deal. Sure. But somebody knows. But a lot yeah, of these why. things... That's, it's, they're like, of course we know. That's why you can't sue us. Yeah, somebody knows. We like we've only really started studying the brain for like a hundred years, maybe. Sure, but what I'm but I had a really good point here, and that is were SSRs eyes around before MK Ultra? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so no. either. What if the whole thing is a fucking psyop? Look it up, Ryan. No, look up when <laughs> SSR the first SSRI was made. Jamie, pull it up. <laughs> uh I bet I bet you anything, dude, that that they weren't around before. MK and Ultra. you know what? You think that program ever stopped? No, of course not. No, no. Uh, 1987. SSRIs. Yep. Oh, dude. Yeah, dude. Dude. Look up. The, look Britney up. MK Spears Ultra. What, what year that took place? Have you seen the Britney Spears one? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are. There's a group. There's a group that believes Start Britney date, Spears. 1953 is still end date. Oh, wait, 1973. And hold on, body hold on. Oh, I thought you were talking about the one they hold put on, on HBO. <laughs> so, MK Ultra started in 1958. 53. And ended in 1978. 73. 73. And then, boom. So, 10 years before SSRIs, MK Ultra. Okay, if you want to have an actual, like, conspiracy correlation.